You're tuned into the Market Unclosed podcast by PPI Securities, a podcast where we give you a quick rundown on the Philippine equities market to help you trade better, live better, as we make investing a habit. A very nice day to all our listeners. This is Rico from BPI Trade, and let's have a short recap with what happened in the Philippine equity space right here on the Market on Close podcast. So Philippine shares finally snapped the weekly losing streak to end the week in the green at 6,602, which is at 132 points higher or 2.05% up week on week. Leading the charge for the week was Ayala Corp, Ayala Land, and ICTSI. The market registered 219.6 million in net foreign inflow this week, with average value turnover excluding block sales at 4.1 billion pesos. For the month, net foreign outflow stands at 30.2 billion pesos. All sub indices closed the week in the green, led by the services index up by 4.53%, followed by the property index up by 2.73%, and the conglomerates or holding firms up by 1.76% week on week. The local peso also strengthened this week to close at 54 spot 35 against the US dollar, appreciating by 66 basis points week on week. Let's start it off with new stateside, with the US Federal Reserve announcing a 25 basis point hike in benchmark rates, in line with Wall Street's projections. This is the ninth hike by the US Fed since it began raising in March 2022 and is the first announcement following the recent fallout in the banking sector. The increase brings the benchmark federal funds rate to a target range between 4.75 to 5%. The FOMC said that they will closely monitor incoming information and assess the implications for monetary policy. Jobless claims in the U.S. unexpectedly nudged lower last week, pointing to a labor market that remains extremely tight. Initial filings for unemployment insurance for the week totaled to 191,000, below the 198,000 estimate by the Labor Department. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen in a House panel hearing said that the Treasury is ready to take additional actions if warranted to stabilize banks. This conveyed a different message than Yellen's remarks a day earlier when she told senators that the Treasury was not considering any plans to insure all U.S. bank deposits without congressional approval. In Europe, Swiss lender UBS has agreed to rescue its rival Credit Suisse and agreed to spend about $3.25 billion. The rescue will create the world's fourth largest bank by assets with over 120,000 staff and $5 trillion in assets under management. Credit Suisse just had a market capitalization of $7.5 billion the week prior the deal. Here in Asia, Japan's core inflation reading fell from its January peak of 4.2% to 3.1% year-on-year, matching economists' expectations. Overall, nationwide inflation was at 3.3% for the month compared to a year ago. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas raised rates by 25 basis points to 6.25% and now has raised rates by a total of 425 bips since May 2022. 
The central bank also announced a downward adjustment to the inflation outlook in 2023 and 2024 to 6% and 2.9% respectively. The adjustment was mainly due to the easing inflation in February and the gloomy global growth outlook. BSP Governor Medalla said that the Monetary Board will be data-dependent moving forward and said that their actions will be completely driven by the central bank's outlook on inflation. The Banco Central also had a reassuring tone after stating that the Philippine banking sector is ready to withstand possible shocks arising from the recent failure of two mid-sized banks in the United States. The BSP in a note to President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. said that the Philippine banking system is strong and prepared to withstand possible shocks posed by the collapse of some banks in the United States. Philippine banks have an asset base that significantly differs from that of U.S. banks. In another report, the BSP said that the country's BOP position widened to an $895 million deficit in February from the $157 million a year ago. It was also a reversal from the $3.1 billion surplus in January, which reflected the national government's $3 billion global bond issuance. The National Economic and Development Authority, or NEDA, released the Implementing Rules and Regulations, or IRR, for Republic Act 11647, which amends the 85-year-old Public Service Act, a year it was signed into law by then-President Duterte. The law allows full foreign ownership in more public services, such as telecommunications, airlines, and railways, and will take effect on April 4. These sectors were previously subjected to the 40% foreign ownership cap for public utilities under the Constitution. In other news, NEDA Secretary Arsenio Balisacan said that inflation could threaten the country's growth outlook this year and in 2024. He said that in the next two years, strong demand for consumption and investment will primarily drive the recovery. However, domestic risks to inflation may dampen this outlook if upward price pressures force the BSP to raise its policy rates. The Secretary also said that inflation is the most crucial issue that the government must urgently address. In a research note, Moody's Analytics slashed its growth projection for the Philippine economy to 5.7% this year as household consumption is seen to weaken due to the elevated inflation and rising interest rates. The Philippines had the largest downward revision to its growth outlook across the region, according to Moody's officials. This is much lower than the 7.1% it gave in February. In another report, global consulting firm McKinsey Company Philippines reported that the Philippine economy is expected to grow at a slower pace this year at around 5.3%, reflecting the high unemployment, rising interest rates, and elevated inflation still. The firm said that the 5.3% forecast is a moving target and is also well below the government's 6-7% target this year. A unit of Ayala's energy firm ASEN opened its solar project's first 521-megawatt direct current in Australia, which required the installation of about a million solar panels. New England Solar will be one of the largest projects in the land down under and will participate in Australia's national electricity market. Freshly listed Alternergy, through its subsidiary Alternergy Tenai Wind Corp, said that it has received proposals from three companies to co-develop a wind power project in Tanay Rizal. 
Alternergy did not identify the three companies, but it said that one of the three proponents is the world's largest energy company from Europe. Alternergy said another company is also a foreign player, with solar and wind projects across the Asia-Pacific region, while the third one is a major energy firm and part of a large Philippine conglomerate. Budget Care Cebu Pacific said it is on track to beating its pre-pandemic capacity at the Mactan Cebu International Airport by June, as it will be operating a total of 28 routes from the hub. Cebu Pacific will start offering flights to Taipei from Mactan Cebu in June and will have a total of 23 domestic and 5 international destinations from the airport, and it will hit 129% of pre-pandemic capacity. Energy firm FirstGen said that its unit signed an agreement with the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, or DENR, for the development of a 120-megawatt pump storage hydroelectric facility in Nueva Ecija. The agreement allows FirstGen Hydropower to use a 36-hectare portion of the 84,000-hectare watershed forest reserve and is valid for 25 years. FirstGen said it is pursuing the AYA project to support the government's program of meeting electricity demands while preserving low-carbon emissions. Phil Invest REIT reported a net income of 1.31 billion pesos in 2022, driven by the company's rentals and other revenues. Phil Invest REIT's revenues reached 3.25 billion pesos, but the company was not able to provide comparable numbers. The company reported that average occupancy rate was at 89%, which included its newly acquired property in Boracay, Aklan. Listed nickel ore producer Global Ferry Nickel, or FNI, said that they had signed a new nickel supply deal with Chinese firm Bao Steel Resources. The deal covers an annual purchase agreement for 1.5 million wet metric tons of nickel ore and will be sourced from the operating mines of Platinum Group Metals in Surigao del Norte and Ipila Nickel Corp in Palawan. Power distributor Manila Electric, or Meralco, is finalizing supply agreements to partially replace the 670 megawatt of lost capacity under a terminated contract with SMC Global Power. Meralco FVP Jose Ronald Valle said that the company has already accepted offers and is in the process of finalizing the agreements with the generators. Listed casual dining company The Maxis Group posted a 38% increase in profit to 622 million pesos last year, driven by the recovery of its brands across local and international markets. Maxis revenues grew by 44% to 10.98 billion pesos, as dine-in brands such as Maxis Restaurant and Pancake House saw a significant boost in sales following relaxed restrictions. System-wide sales surged by 41% to 17.6 billion pesos, while same-store sales growth grew by 41% and 36% globally. Metro Pacific Investments through its unit Metro Pacific Health acquired Howard Hubbard Memorial Hospital in Polomolok, South Cotabato, through its newly formed unit Metro Matutum Hospital Incorporated. The move involves the sale of hospital assets by Dole Philippines. Howard Hubbard Memorial is a 95-bed hospital serving locals and Dole employees and is located within Dole's integrated plantation and canning facility. Monde Nissen announced that it would subscribe to preferred shares in U.S. company Terramino Incorporated, which is engaged in food product research. The listed food and beverage maker said 
The subscription was priced at up to $2 million and represents 1.89% of outstanding capital stock of Terramino. Mondenisen said that the expected benefits from the deal include a return on investment after the eventual public listing or sale of Terramino and a potential collaborative research, development, and commercial opportunities. Listed Telco PLDT recorded a 60% drop in its attributable net income to 10.49 billion pesos last year, largely as a result of accelerated network and technology upgrades. For the year, total revenues reached 205.2 billion pesos, up by 6% year-on-year, with PLDT's home business continuing to lead growth at 20% to 57.4 billion pesos. Core income was at 33.1 billion, 9.6% higher year-on-year. CapEx for this year is set at 80 to 85 billion pesos, lower than 2022's 96.8 billion. Financial researcher credit sites, which is part of the Fitch Group, reported that PLDT's acquisition of Sky Cable is seen to increase the telco's broadband revenue market share of up to 48%. Credit sites said that the acquisition will help PLDT maintain a comfortable lead over its broadband peers with rival Globe at 31%. Listed property developer Robinson's Land has earmarked another 3 billion pesos as it extends its share buyback program to reach a total of 9 billion pesos. RLC said that the objectives of the program's extension remain the same, which is to enhance shareholder value and to manifest confidence in the corporation's value and prospects through the purchase of common shares. And here is your market calendar for next week. On March 27, Monday, we have cash dividend X dates for DM Wenceslao Common Shares, Double Dragon Corp Preferred Shares, the Maxis Group Common Shares. On Tuesday, March 28, we have a cash dividend X date for San Miguel Corp Common Shares and Universal Rubina Corp Common Shares. We also have the start of the offering period for Megawide Construction Corp's Preferred Series 5 Shares. On Wednesday, March 29, we have cash dividend X dates for Century Properties Group Preferred Shares and GT Capital Holdings Common Shares. Nothing for Thursday, March 30, but for Friday, March 31, we have cash dividend X dates for Crown Asia Chemicals Common Shares, GD Capital Holdings Preferred Shares Series A and B, and the Philippine Stock Exchange Common Shares. That's a wrap for today's episode. For more insights and trading ideas, log on to your BPI Trade accounts or open an account today at bpitrade.com.